Swan de Black Rain et euh, tu es en train d'écouter The Godless Events. Lightning. Fire. Power of God or something. He died for our sins. That shall be his undoing. Hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? Shocking. Positively shocking. That's just funny. <laughs> ah, fuck you. I love it when a plan comes together. Hey, come here. Hi. God damn it. Okay, now, uh, if by any chance I get like flustered, you know, when I'm hurling through space, and, and, and pull the red one first. Oh, man, you're gonna wind up looking like a well done chili burger. They're gonna have to shovel you into a coffin. Fine. Hey, how you doing? This is Dr. Vincent West, Medical Doctor. Got a very special interview today. We've got Swan from Black Rain, and we're going to be talking about their new album that comes out November 25th. Uh, Swan, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Thank you. I hope you're doing good as well. Just hanging out down here in Florida. Uh, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, so real quick, uh, tell us uh, how Black Rain came to be, like your involvement in it, or just the band in general and, and whatnot. Give us a little history here. It'll help me as well. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm going to try to uh, basically cut a long story short. Perfect. Uh, but Black Rain is a, a French band from the, from the Alps, so uh, right next to Switzerland. Uh, we grew up there and we started playing together basically at the end of high school. So we've been playing together for a long time now. Uh, we've, we've released a few albums. Uh, nowadays we are, we are working with this uh, German record label called the SPV Steam Hammer. It's a great and, label. Uh, it is. We're very happy with them. It's in fact the first time in the band history that we're working with the same record label on two albums. So uh, we've released um, three years ago an album called Dying Breed, okay. and now the new one. It's uh, so like you said, it's coming. It's coming out the twenty fifth of November, and it's called Untamed. So uh, we're uh, right into the promotion of the album. Pretty busy, actually. Fantastic. And um, as far as the writing process for the new album, when did you guys start that? Uh, basically, at the end of um, the tour we had in 2019. So uh, basically, when the pandemic arrived, and uh, um, so we were not in a in a rush. Basically, it was pretty chill because we had no deadline. We didn't know when the album would be released, and uh, uh, it, it gave us a lot of time to work and to uh, reflect on what uh, we would do and. Uh, Thing. We did a lot of recording, and uh, I, uh, I really enjoyed this time we spent uh, writing this new album. Fantastic! And as far as um, the writing, like, or excuse me, the uh, production for the new album between the last album, did you guys mix some stuff up? Go with a different producer? Did you guys use the same folks to mix and master it? And there, um, there were some changes. Um, we did work with an old friend of ours for Dying Breed, and uh, he's doing a great work, but um, at the end of um, 
when we were touring, it was with Kissing Dynamite, this German band. Oh, they're great. And the singer. Yeah, they are really good. Uh, they're old friends of ours, and uh, the singer Hannes Braun is actually a producer, uh, which is a fun fact because I had no idea that he was working uh, as a producer, writing music and uh, all that stuff. So um, when I got to know this, I was like, damn man, we've been, you know, knowing each other for so many years and I had no clue you were actually producing the Kissing Dynamite albums. And I love the sound, you know, I, I would really love uh, to have a track uh, mixed by your, by you. And uh, so as soon we got off tour, I actually sent him like uh, a couple of tracks to mix and uh, it sounded so good that um, it was like super clear we would work with them for the for the whole album and hopefully again in the future. His work is uh, it, it, it's really outstanding and we're really satisfied with it. We uh, we never been so happy about the production in Black Rain. Fantastic, fantastic. And then as far as um, some of the tracks on the album, what are some of the standout tracks for you on the record on the new album? Um, well, I would say what's interesting with this uh, album is there's a lot of diversity on the, in between the tracks. So uh, it goes, you know, from hard rock to real heavy metal. There's a lot of melodic, uh, melodic kind of stuff, and a lot of uh, more aggressive kind of uh, of tracks as well. So uh, personally. You know, there's this song called "Kiss the Sky" that I really, uh, I really love because uh, there is a lot of sounds that we never used in the past, like some uh, some keyboards, and it, it really fits uh, well in the music, uh, and it really gives new new colors that we didn't have before. Uh, so uh, for, for me, it sounds really interesting. That's, uh, for example, one of my favorites. And then you have. Um, those more typical kind of tracks like um, like we released already for the singles. So the title track, Untamed, is really like a typical kind of a um, simple but efficient kind of a hard rock uh, song. It's uh, very, very good to play live. It works very good with the audience. So uh, you, you get a lot of different things to listen to on this, uh, on this album. And... Um, if you're a little bit curious, you should just check it out. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It sounds right in my wheelhouse. Um, as far as, um, like, when you guys do a record promotion, are you all planning, like, a, a, a tour for this record this year or maybe uh, beginning of next year, or what are your all's tour plans so far? Uh, there's a lot of uh, concerts that we're uh, waiting for uh, confirmations some are already confirmed, but uh, we're mostly discussing at this time. Um, we plan to actually uh, go on tour uh, in the end of this year, but unfortunately we could not make this happen. So um, I'm confident we will do this uh, sometimes next year. But uh, I can't really uh, talk much about it because I'm not the one dealing with that uh, oh, okay. kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. So, I... uh, unfortunately, I can't. Um, I, I don't want to say stuff that um, might not happen. Of course, of course. That I should not just talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, have you guys ever played in the states before? 
No, we did not. We've been in the States, we've been recording actually, but uh, we've never been playing. So uh, uh, we'll see. It's, I think it's the first time that I'm um, uh, giving a few like uh, interviews and doing some uh, real promotion stuff in the United States. Excellent. Uh, so I guess it's a good thing and the, the sure. feedback so far is really good. So uh, hopefully we can... Uh, we we can fly over and, uh, and and play a little bit. We will see. You know, it's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that I like, um, and it's it's European bands like yourself that have kept you know really good rock music alive, um, and even you know a lot of just metal stuff just in general, just all over the place. Um, I'm a big fan of the band Heat from Sweden. Um, I've never got to all see right. them. Uh, they played at some melodic rock festival here years ago in Chicago, but it was sold out before I could even, you know, and Chicago is nowhere near where I live. I live in Florida. So, but you know, there's a lot of stuff over there, you know, the, the, the kiss and dynamite catch you're talking about. I think they're great. Um, um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. It, it just seems like, Absolutely. yeah, there's a lot of, um, uh, really good stuff happening in Europe, and I think Europe has kept hard rock and metal alive for so long because uh, you guys are just great, and you have the fan base to support it and whatnot over here. Whereas America just kind of it kind of sucks. It's it's I think it's more. I well I I, I mean as far as like America. the well what I mean is like the it's not the great music isn't supported over here like it should be unfortunately. Um, All right. You know what I mean? Like, there's people here that love it, like me, but unfortunately, it's not supported, you know, uh, the way it should be. Unfortunately, they waste more time on, like, hip-hop and crap like that. Um, but, yeah. yeah but this, uh, this is a very, like, general situation, you know. Don't, uh, don't fool yourself uh, thinking it's uh, only in the States. Uh, I think the situation is just the same um, uh, over here. And, really? Uh, uh, so, yeah, absolutely, man. It's... Um, you know, we are, we are from France, but uh, I moved away uh, like seven years ago, and uh, now I live in Sweden. Sure. Um, because, uh, well, for some reason I live in Sweden. I always uh, liked Scandinavia in general, but uh, the, the scene here, the music scene in Scandinavia, and uh, especially in Finland and Sweden, is, uh, yeah, there's a lot of bands. There's a lot of quality in, uh, in the metal scenes. There's a lot of things coming out. And um, it, it, it's really good, uh, but um, there's also uh, a lot of hip hop shit, like uh, stuff you could you could not even imagine. It's, really, it's much worse than oh yeah, it's much worse than what you got in the states. And uh, what's really sad is that uh, the 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 youth, the young people, I, I really um, it, it seems to me that there is less and less rock. Into the into their lives, and uh, I, I see the rock bars are closing one after each other's. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a really really uh, small community, and uh, basically uh, the fans they reunite every year uh, on the on the festivals. So there's uh, that's a good thing in Europe that we have huge festivals everywhere. In France, you got Hellfest. In, in in Sweden, you got Sweden Rock. And in each country, you know, there there's plenty of, of those huge festivals. And there's a lot of fans. But uh, I feel I feel a little bit like the, 
the audience and the crowd is actually really aging. It's a lot of uh, older people now. Um, so I'm a bit, it's a bit, yeah, it, it's sad. And uh, I think the media has a lot of things uh, uh, to do with it, you know, because they don't sure. show, uh, they don't show the, 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 the younger people the all kind of music. It's very restrictive. It's only this, uh, uh, yeah, this hip hop stuff and, uh, well, it's just not the same, I guess. But still, in the States, I think you have a lot of uh, great bands uh, uh, emerging, and uh, it's very interesting. It's a lot of new things coming from the States all the time, and uh, uh, we, we tend to, uh, to try to copy what, what's coming from the USA, basically, I would guess. I wish I knew what you were talking about, because, see, to me... Like I'm a, I grew up in Florida. I'm a big uh, death metal's a big thing that I'm into. But I also grew up, you know, listening to like Rat and Skid Row and stuff like that. And I love all that stuff, um, which is kind of unheard of with a lot of people. But what's interesting is, is in the early '90s. I don't know how old you are. I'm almost 50 years old. But when I was growing up, you know, all this grunge shit hit, and I hated all of that crap. And every and every and everybody mimics that crap here. Like everybody thinks Dave Grohl is Jesus. I fucking hate that dude. Like he has ruined music in this country forever and a day. I don't have a problem with Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. I just don't like Dave Grohl. I hate Foo Fighters. I hate him. Um, and I, I seriously, I'm, be, I'm being honest with you. And like he's hurt. He's hurt music in this country. And how that guy sells out arenas, I will never be able to answer that for you. You know, I I don't get it. Like I would rather come. I, I'd rather come to Europe. Is the, the, you know, he's the coolest guy on earth. I guess. I can't but, fucking stand him. I, uh, I hate him. And yeah, you know, it's really funny because when we were uh, recording uh, this album a few years back in uh, in LA, it was actually a thing that uh, all the producers, all the people we were working with, they were having the exact same words about Dave Grohl than you just had and and it's uh, you know it was unbearable for them that it, they were saying I just took the plane and I you know you you can't miss him he's everywhere he was even in the book that that was uh, that you get in the plane to order your fucking drinks or sure. food you know sure. it was his, even his face was there so um, I guess this uh, well Dave Grohl must have the best uh, uh promoting agent in the world. Dude, it's, I mean, I don't get it. just can't miss him. I don't get it. And, and, and That's when, the way it is. And he's very popular in Europe as well, you know? I don't People get it. People love him uh, here as well. I don't get so, it. Um, but why, why do you think he uh, actually, like, he's killing the music? Well, so I'll tell you a story. So when he was in Nirvana, he was in a movie yeah. that Sonic Youth that band Sonic Youth put out called The Year Punk Broke, okay? And in and in the documentary, he is making fun of hard rock and metal. And now the guy tries to act like he's like, yeah, man, I'm metal, and I'm in horror. I made my little horror movie, and all this stuff. He's a fucking poser. That guy, that guy is the fakest motherfucker walking this planet. And, and people, people in this country treat him like he's fucking John Lennon. I'm like, he's not John Lennon. You want to call Kurt Cobain that? That's fine. I have nothing against Nirvana. I saw Nirvana several times when I was growing up. I thought they were kind of cool. Not really my thing, but I thought Kurt Cobain was interesting. But Dave Grohl is literally, he would not have a fucking music career unless he had played drums in that band. And he acts like that band never existed. 
Like, yeah, if, well, uh, you know, he's a great musician still, and uh, I mean, uh, I agree with you that uh, I don't know this uh, this man, and uh, I think it's very possible indeed that uh, he's uh, everything he's doing is uh, uh, is related to to business and uh, oh, it is. to how to how much money he's going to make out of it if he's saying this or if he's doing that. Oh yeah, uh, that, that's that's probably uh, that's probably true. Uh, but that's the feeling I had when um, when we were in LA. You know, uh, I was a bit disappointed about that place because it used to be, you, you know, it's kind of legendary about. Of course. The, after what, what happened in the eighties, sure, uh, everybody's been there. But uh, I mean, when we actually ended up in LA doing an album, I was very disappointed about this uh, uh, this whole uh, this whole atmosphere because I really felt like it was. Uh, fake from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, the way you describe Dave Grohl, I felt like it, it was everybody like this in LA. It's know? true, man. Uh, I used to live in uh, Venice uh, Beach. Least, uh, uh, I lived in I lived in Venice Beach uh, like twenty years ago, dude. It was it's the fakest, you know, bunch. I mean, there's some. I know some people that live out there and they're really cool, but a lot of the people that are there and the stuff that's going on, it's like it's it's really bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think basically uh, it, it was really hard to make uh, to make friends. Uh, people, you know, come to you to uh, just to check if you if you are if you are of any interest for them. And uh, at the second they realize that you're not so important or that you're not going to bring them anything, it's like they don't know you anymore. And uh, I was very shocked by uh, that, that uh, attitude, actually. Oh, dude. I mean, it's a and and you described it perfectly. And unfortunately, there's a lot of places like that. And like I said, I know people that have went out there um, and they get mesmerized by it. And you know they. Yeah. But but the reality is, it's it's. It's all bullshit, and and you know, I mean, even Tool back in the '90s, the band Tool, they they wrote a record about that whole you know state falling in the fucking ocean. So it's like, I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like it. Like I said, I live there, way over at price to live in. Uh, Northern California Absolutely. is beautiful, but very Absolutely. expensive, and and a lot less fake. I think Northern California is a lot nicer, but but yeah, I, I totally and I and I hate that that that's your experience coming over here because. Like I said, people can make fun of me for living in Florida. Florida's cheaper and prettier and nicer than California. Politically, it's kind of a shit show, but, you know, I love living down here. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, I, I, I didn't make... Uh, I mean, I, I had a bad um, experience with L.A. I mean, it's not the worst. I, I had fun, you know. Uh, and I have many friends that actually moved there. Uh, but it's been really hard for them. And uh, that um, I'm it's expensive. Certain of it's expensive, and I mean they are. Um, like I said, you know, they didn't have any real friends, and they were on their own for many years. And uh, nowadays it's better. I mean, they've been living there for so long. Sure, that, uh, it's, it's okay. Sure, but they had a really, really tough time. And um, but I know, of course, you know, United States. It's uh, it's it's so huge that. Uh, you can't just um, make up your mind about uh, LA and think it's all the same. I'm, I'm sure there's beautiful places. Oh, for a yeah. uh, European dude like me uh, that grew up in a small town in France, you know, it's much more. Um, uh, we help each other, and uh, we we don't we don't pretend to be people we're not. Uh, it's very simple. 
uh, and uh, so, so uh, it was hard for me to uh, to accept the way it was in uh, in Los Angeles, um, and and that's also something one of the reason I believe that. Uh, there is so many bands coming out over here. It's because everybody's kind of helping each other. You know, everybody knows each other, and sure. it doesn't matter if you play black metal or if you play uh, hard rock. Uh, you still drink beers together and um, and promote each other. Sure. So uh, it's quite it's quite cool, you know. Well, you know, the label you're on has so many amazing bands, and unfortunately, a lot of those bands I've never got to see. I love the stuff that's on SPV and Steamhammer. They put out so much good yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, and fucking Motorhead was on there, man. I fucking I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I, Lemmy was on there forever. Um, yeah. And you know, it's like I mean, there's this great sh there was great stuff, and it's you know, I think Gamma Ray used to be on there. A lot of a lot of bands that I like were on there. Some power metal stuff, classic metal stuff. You know, the stuff you guys are doing. I did get to check out some of your old stuff. It's definitely in my wheelhouse. Like I said, it's it. It's one of those things, though. I, I'm telling you, I don't think... Because I have friends that will leave Florida, go into Mexico in Mexico City to see concerts, to okay. see bands that never play in this country. All right. I, I, I had no clue to be honest. Oh, dude, so. it's a there's a huge. You should probably talk to your PR people. Like I'm telling you, there's a huge market for the kind of stuff you all do in Mexico. Like it's huge. Like you know, they have these festivals, and you know, it's it's fucking crazy. Power metal, black metal, death metal, like you know, classic like AOR stuff. Like however you would describe your band, but I mean, I think it, there's definitely a market there for it. You know. Yeah, there, there, there is in, uh, in South America, actually. I, I know there's a lot of fans in... Uh, we, have, uh, we, we do have fans in like Chile, uh, Colombia. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Mexico, I didn't... I, I knew that there were uh, a lot of um, uh, glam metal fans. Actually. Oh yeah, man. Uh, Absolutely. And, and I, I just saw that they, they had this uh, huge festival as well. I can't remember the name, but... Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess there's a, a big scene for that of it. Yeah, I was talking with Johnny, the singer of Axel Rudy Pell, and, yeah. you know, he was like, dude, you know, we don't play in the States, and I, I would love to see, I love Axel Rudy Pell, and Johnny was like the coolest dude in the world, but they, I think they played at the festival you're referring to. Um, uh, that's possible, that's possible. I can't remember the name right now, but uh, but I'm surprised that uh, the bands that don't tour in uh, in the states anymore. Oh, dude, it does because, not happen. Uh, it's a huge market, actually. But he told uh, me he know. was like for them, like specifically for like Axel Repel. He's like he just doesn't like Axel doesn't run it, doesn't want to play over here. And I get it. I mean, well, I mean, if he's playing big, if he's got a sold out tour in Europe, I don't I don't blame him. I mean, I get it. You know. I guess I just need yeah, to get absolutely. my ass to Europe, you know. Uh, but it's understandable. But I thought I thought people would still go to the shows in the uh, in the states. But maybe people listen to something else now. I don't know. Dude, I'm there's telling you, it's a lot of it's a lot of hip hop and rap, and and you know what? I, I don't care about that. But it's a lot of like these artists, and they're on TikTok, which is an app I fucking hate. I, I think that's yeah, for like yeah, yeah. if you're on that. To me, you, you should be like. 25 or younger to be on that app. Like, I have friends that are, like, my age on that app. It's like, why are you on that app? Like, it's, like, for kids, you know? Like, I don't have any kids, but if I had kids, I'd be like, oh, they're on TikTok, whatever, you know? But it's, like, no, but it's, it's all uh, rap stuff. It's totally for kids. It's all, like, yeah. dance and rap stuff, and, and, you know, and that's fine. But, like I said, I think there's a market. I was talking with, uh, 
Do you like Danger Danger? Do you remember them from the 80s? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of that band. I read recently, and this is real, Ted Poley needed money yeah. and he played a, like an acoustic show at a subway. That's sad, uh, man. Okay. At a fucking sub shop. That's terrible. I hate to hear that because Danger Danger is like one of my favorite, if not my favorite, like hairband from the 80s or AOR or whatever you want to call it. And he had to play at a fucking subway. That's that, that makes me sick to my stomach. Like I just I yeah, hate. Man, but yeah, you know that's uh, that's another reality from from today. And like I like I mentioned before, um, it's clear when I when I look at the numbers on Spotify, for example. Sure. Uh, the the audience for that kind of music is very old. I mean, you know, uh, people listening to Black Rain. Uh, they are basically 10, 10 years older than us, which is a fun fact. And that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, where are uh, what what the young people? You know what they do, what they listen to. Uh, I guess the metal scene in America is different now. You got bands like you know, Motionless in White. Have you heard that? Oh yeah, I know who they are. It's not my kind of thing at all, but they're very popular. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think uh, I think the metal the metal scene in America has another uh, another face today, and uh, yeah, this is not the same kind of fans. And you know, talking about bands like Danger Danger, yeah, uh, those bands I I love them. They are, they oh, were, dude, they I, same here. I love they this were shit. Great. But um, they still they had the very limited success back in the days if you compare it to bands like Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses well what what happened to what happened to Danger Danger I'll just tell you grunge is what happened to them like yeah that debut true. album I saw them open for Kiss on the Hot in the Shade but tour you, you can't you can't blame everything on, on grunge no well, uh, I mean, but, but I mean the record company's agenda is what I'm talking about I'm not talking about the artist but I'm saying okay the record company, from a business standpoint, you know, I'm not, I'm, this isn't like my rant about Dave Grohl, hear me out, but it's one of those things yeah, no, where they just de they yeah. decided to promote, they stopped promoting the stuff that I was listening to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's no, sad. Yeah, but you're right, the, 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 the media, uh, they always have the biggest role in, the, in that kind of things. And uh, it's the same, they play the same role today with the hip-hop and, and stuff, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's people, you know, they uh, people, they, they eat what you give them to eat. So, uh, you're uh, right. obviously, if you just decide to feed them with uh, shit, they will only eat shit. And, uh, you're right. It. I mean, it's, and like I said, it's, it's not even about, but it, it hurt me as a fan, you know, like Warren, uh, look, look man, all that stuff right. with Janie Lane, you know, and I mean, it was really yeah, yeah, sad. Yeah. And they were a great band. You know, Rat was a great band. I loved Rat. I saw Rat so many times growing up. They're, they're probably, them and Danger Danger are like my favorite two quote-unquote like hair bands. Um, All right. And it's like, I was never real big into Motley Crue. That was never a band I was into. Guns N' Roses I liked. Um, and But, I mean, Guns N' Roses is more like Appetite era. That was when I liked them. But, I mean, it was, and you know, I saw them on that tour. Like, I saw them open for Motley Crue and Girls, Girls, Girls. And people were throwing... People were throwing shit at them. And then a year later, they were bigger than Motley Crue was. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Skid Row. Skid Row is another band that I love. You know, and they've, they've got one of those guys that, not the original vocalist, but the second vocalist, I guess Eric, that sang in Heat. He's on their new album. And their new album is fucking killer if you've not heard it. Like, it's great. 
like I've heard a few songs and uh, it's really good but uh, you, you know I really like uh, Eric uh, I always thought he was uh, a great singer he is from uh, you know from the from the start from when he was singing in the TV show oh yeah uh, so uh, he, he's one of the best uh, vocalists out there right now I believe so uh, yeah very talented he's, uh, he's, bring, he's, he's bringing some uh, some good thing to uh, to skid row i must say absolutely and, uh, it, it sounds very close to actually sebastian back uh, oh sometimes. dude he 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 i was i watched a video of him doing 18 in life i think it's sweden rock or somewhere in europe right yeah. And I was like, holy shit, like he's nailing it, dude. It sounds like you're listening to the album. I was like, wow. So Absolutely. I'm happy Absolutely. for them. I'm happy for Snake and Rachel. I think it's great that they're, you know, and I, I think it's great that they that they've got him and I you know. It's cool, and, and like yeah, I said, I think, it's uh, but and, and I think it uh, it gives them a little bit uh, of a kick in uh, uh, in Europe. Because uh, Eric is, uh, you know, it's it's a big thing uh, here in Sweden. Sure. Uh, this, this little dude from uh, from this little town in Sweden just, just basically uh, was singing Skid, Skid Row in a TV show, and, they, and it just ended up being the singer of the band. You know, that's a that's a movie. Basically. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, dude, thank you so much for doing this today, Swan. Uh, Black Rain's new album comes out November 25th on SPV. Dude, thank you for doing this. Let's do this again sometime. I hope I hope you had fun chatting yeah, with thank me. You. Thank you. It was, uh, it was a really fun chat, actually. Uh, it was super cool. Thank dude, you yeah, much. thank you. Cracker Jack timing, Wang. Total concentration. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. I don't know how, but they found me. Rock Bar Marty! Oh my god. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me. Rock Bar Marty! Doc, take us out. Wait, good sir. Not a tear to me, I. I'll be quiet.